Jet. Seth, a blonde, a brunette, and a redhead. Shit. Are arrested and sentenced to death by firing squad. Okay. One by one. Okay. While they wait to be executed, they come up with a plan. Right before they're to be shot, each one will yell that some natural disaster or emergency is happening to distract the soldiers and they would be able to escape. Okay. So the brunette is first. As she hears the captain counting down to zero, she yells, Tornado! As the soldiers duck for cover, she scales the wall of the prison and escapes to freedom. I don't want to know what the blonde says. But wait, there's the redhead. Okay. The redhead's next. Mm -hmm. As she hears the captain counting down to zero, she yells, Earthquake! As the soldiers duck for cover, she scales the wall of the prison and escapes to freedom. Last is the blonde. Oh, no. As she hears the captain counting down to zero, she yells, Fire! Oh, my God! (laughs) I just, it's not fair that God gave me this hair. <laughs> but do you know how many people pay to have blonde hair? That's true. I'm a natural. <laughs> so we can just be a bunch of bl- dumb blondes? We're not dumb. We're not dumb. We're not dumb. Blondes are not dumb. And with that, I'm, I'm done with this already. <laughs> Goodbye. Welcome to the Coffee to Wine Sister Time podcast. A show where we talk about life, love, and everything in between. Pairing it with a good cup of coffee or a nice glass of wine. I'm Jen. And I'm Steph. And this... So Jen. So Steph. I always say so Jen. Yeah, you do say... I don't know why. I don't know. Anyways. Yes. Have you noticed that it's not even like, when is it? You don't even like barely, you barely get out of Christmas season. You're barely out of New Year's, right? And then it's like the hop, skip, and a jump into New Year's, like decorations, right? You go to Target and all this stuff. Yeah, it's seven days. You know what that, it's literally seven days from Christmas. Yeah, it, it's so quick. And then all of a sudden you see it. All the pinks, the, all the hearts, the cards, the chocolates. I'm like, what the shit? Valentine's Day. What the shit? I'm like, no pressure, no pressure to, to y'all single ladies, me included, right? Like, you just sit there and you're like, really, really? Yeah. Thank you for reminding me, right? It's like that, it's like we already know we're single, but let's just remind you with this it's, one holiday. It's National Single Awareness Day. It really is. It, but yeah. it's not even a day anymore. It's like a month and a half. Because like I said, it starts like... January No, because people start putting up stuff. Like like, a, like a wreath on their door. And you know, and I and I have done that. I, I have made, it. I, I have made, a little heart. I made a wreath once when I lived with up wine in New York. Corks. With wine corks. I made that same one. Duh. Because that, that to me signifies Valentine's Day because that's usually what it is, right? And even though I was in a relationship, but that's the best part. Like, but granted, hold on. I've never liked Valentine's Day because I feel like it's too much pressure. It really is. It really and is. it reminds everyone, oh, yeah, I got your single because all the couples are out there. And you've always made it really nice for me. You've always, like, made me as a single woman all the time. You made it very special for me, and I appreciate that, right? I would like to remind you that I, now I am single and you are engaged. I know. You've given me <laughs> enough hints of I'm single, so I deserve gifts. <laughs> I'll be like engaged or married. I'll be like, oh my God, it's Valentine's Day, sis. <laughs> Just give me a look. But, but you know- I don't even, even being, and this will be me and Mark's third, second Valentine's Day together. Okay. That's it. Wow. That's it. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, and right, 1920. No, our third Valentine's Day together. Um, we don't go out. I think there's too much pressure. It's overpriced. It is. It's, it's too much stress. It's gifts and I need this and I need that and I need jewelry and I, I don't want any of that stuff. Honestly, like I, my last ex-boyfriend, Valentine's Day, we always laid low. Uh, either like we cook up steak and potatoes or, you know, whatever, yeah. real nice dinner. And it just, because it just happened to work out that, it was Valentine's Day, his birthday was the following day, and kind of like right smack in the middle was our anniversary, which is weird. Oh, wow, that's a... Yeah, so we never went out on the 14th. We'd go out like the day later because it was... His birthday his and your birthday. anniversary. Exactly. And then, but I had one ex a few years prior to that, and he probably ruined Valentine's Day to a point where he put so much pressure. Jen, he had... His mom sit at a table, and he was. I remember him calling. He's like, "You got to be here on time. You got to be here on time." And God help oh, me. Oh, and you're Brazilian. Yeah, uh, we are. My Brazilian roots come out so full force, and I am never on time. So not on time. And the more you tell me to be there on time, I swear the world is against me. And I think yeah. we talked about this right? all the time because well, Mark. Yeah, Mark needs to stop saying "be there on time" because when he doesn't say "there be on time," you're on time. I'm totally. I'm actually early. Yeah. I'm like, see, you guys. Don't tell me to be on time because every shit goes wrong along the way. Needless to say, he had his mind. He's like, you got to be on time. This is, this is embarrassing. It, it really is. So I had to, I was in college. I came home. I got dressed and went, you know, driving to his house. And then from his house, he drove to this restaurant. And I'm thinking he made reservations. Right? No, no, no. This restaurant wasn't taking reservations. It was just a first come, first serve. And he literally, we just walked right in. I'm like, what are we doing? And it's like, no, we're just going in and grabbing a table. I'm like, what do you mean? You're just going? And his mom was sitting there in her work clothes still because she left work, went straight there and just sat at a restaurant, sat at a table to hold the table for us. And other people that were sitting there waiting were wondering what the shit just happened because they were waiting for a table and she was just holding the table for us. What 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 I, time was this at? I'm sorry. I don't know. It was like give it that he ate early, so it was like maybe six six thirty. It was so embarrassing. Can I just say it was embarrassing? <sighs> I'm so, embarrassed for you right now. I, but he had so much pressure for the day, right? He wanted to make it so perfect. So this oh balloons and the, and I'm like oh my god. So I actually hate all that stuff. I like Valentine's Day. I really do. I like the colors. I'm going to yeah. be honest. I love red. I get bought up in like the stores when they have like the cute stuff and hearts and, you know, Oh, I want to go to Target. I've been saying I want to go to yeah. Target. I, I get caught up in that. I do like it. It's not that I'm anti-Valentine's um, Day, but I don't mm. like the pressure to it, right? If I was in a relationship, and like I said, my last relationship, we had, there were great Valentine's Days. We would just hang out. And we just have wine and, you know, cook up dinner. I would go to like a bakery, get like dessert and whatever. It was, it was just nice to lay low, watch some movie on, you know, rent a movie, whatever. It was Dateline. perfect. Last year, I made Mark pretzels, homemade soft pretzels, crab cakes, which are his favorite. Mm -hmm. He brought me some flowers, which is 
very nice. I appreciate that. We have I some- feel like, you know, what's good about Mark is that he doesn't wait just for Valentine's Day to give flowers. He always gives flowers. Oh, he will randomly show up with flowers all the time. Yeah, so he's good at that. Oh, he yes. doesn't wait for a special occasion to give no, flowers. No, 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 no. He just likes to give flowers. And I love flowers. I like yeah. to buy myself flowers when I go to Trader Joe's. I and buy myself flowers. Wrong with that. No, because they're so pretty. It brightens up a room and makes it happy. Um, and my future mother in law also, she loves that too. She buys yeah. herself flowers too. I'm like, oh, so it's not just me and mom too and probably you too but anyways and then literally we had dinner and we watched Dateline for the rest of the night well it was I mean fantastic nothing wrong with you know with all of that I think those are those are the great ones and I always ask this right yes what was like to me I have my favorite Valentine's Day I have three pro three postmark three postmark see I have two that I can't think of well one you weren't involved. Oh, thank you. Yes. What were your three? Three best Valentine's Day of my life. Are you ready? I am ready. I will go in chronological order. Number one, me and you. Yes. You made me love bird chicken. That's one of my favorite too. Yes. It's a Rachel Ray recipe. If you want to, to look for it, it's delicious. It was like a puff pastry. You put chicken in it and you put jam and brie cheese like, yeah. and you... Covered in puff pastry. It was so good. And then we watched, do you remember what movie we watched? Was it Maid of Honor? Yes. yes. Or is it Man of Honor? No. Oh, Man of Honor. Man of Honor? With uh, Patrick Dempsey. Yes. The, it was fun. It was so Ireland. much fun. It and was, we just sat there because mom and dad went out. Yeah, but it was fun. We were in college and it, it was just fun. It was. No it pressure. Was. I love that one. Yes. Okay. Second. Number two, mm-hmm. me, you, and mom. Yes. Dad was in Brazil. That was my number two. And we went to dinner. And we had these like new Francesca outfits and it was like, so oh, nice. Our mom like gave us like Pandora bracelets or something. Oh yes, the Pandora bracelets. And then, but it was just nice. Like, yeah, because, well, actually I was in a relationship. You were the single one and mom, you know, obviously married with dad. And, but dad was out of, out of the country. Right. Yeah. My boyfriend was out of the state. He was, you know, living in his state. And then you're single. So the three of us... And I'm single. <laughs> now it's like my story. But anyways, it's such a weird three now. It's like, you're engaged, mom's a widow, and I'm single. Okay. <laughs> it's so weird. Anyways, so we went to this nice restaurant, and it was just fun. It was. Again, no. Pre- I think it's when there's the no pressure. You're just going out, having wine, having good dinner, you're having good celebrating dessert. celebrating it with the people you love. Yes. Yes. Those were my two top favorites. What your third? I know it's when I wasn't there. Number three. How can that even be there if I wasn't there? Yes. <laughs> okay. Number three. Me, mom, and dad got in a car. We drove to Savannah, Georgia. And we spent the weekend there and we celebrated Valentine's Day. I celebrated with my parents because I love my parents. And we went to a really nice dinner. I remember we had shrimp and grits. Um, it was such a good meal. That's why I remember it so well. And then the next day we walked around and we had uh, Bloody Marys. Well, me and, my, me and dad did. Mom did not. And it was just a fun weekend with the parents. And it was fantastic. And again, I think it's the no pressure, just having a good time. God, I, I can't even like, so I, a few years back, a few years, like what, two years now? Mm-hmm. I was kind of talking to someone that didn't, that ghosted me. We've talked about this. And it was right around this time. And I was like, that is a lot of pressure. Like, 
you know, Valentine's Day, do they feel pressure? Like, oh, okay, maybe I'll ghost her more. I think they do. Because I don't want that pressure. And I'm like the one girl who does, like, doesn't, yeah, I, I may say that like, oh, but you also don't want to be ignored on Valentine's Day. On Valentine's Day. I can't speak. That's like, ugh. I can't speak. On Valentine's Day. Which I was <laughs> by the CrossFitter. <laughs> See, it's like weird. It's like, I don't care for it. But then you're like, okay, but it, uh, and we were dating for like a month at that point. Okay. See, you kind of, kind of want and to, I held, and I held off. Cause you were like, don't mention it. Don't say anything. Don't yeah. say anything. Don't say anything. Cause me, he made no plans. Nothing. I feel like that's like, I wasn't going to see him. He was going to go work out shocking on Valentine's day. <laughs> the whole day. I'm just like, he hasn't said it. He hasn't said it. He hasn't said it. I'm like, F it. I'm going to say it. Oh, well, you know, tap, tap, tap. I'm like, you know, texting him, texting him and I'm like oh well you know happy v-day and I put the phone down and I waited and waited and then finally he's like oh yeah happy v-day and that was it that was it that's always that's always nice the crossfitter I mean shocking that it didn't work out oh my gosh (laughs) he also did not invite me out for his birthday um he went out with like a group of people, including his family and family friends and this and that. And at this point, we're dating for about two and a half months. And he said, maybe it's better you don't go because my mom's going to ask a lot of questions. And I'm like, you want questions. Didn't oh, questions. okay. So obviously didn't go. <sighs> but you know what? It's in the past. That you is, to, you know, you have to go through it, right? Like I was told that you sometimes have to kiss frogs. Oh, that was so the biggest frog prince. I kissed, and then I met Mark. There you go. There we go. Still waiting for the frogs. It's like a drought right now. It's very cold right now in Florida, so they're hiding. Oh, you know, they're amphibians. <laughs> they're like the. Uh, I feel like they're always cold. It's always cold in Florida. Then, <laughs> if that's the case. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's there. He's there. But anyways, so Valentine's Day. Let's let's get back to the matter at hand. Okay, but here's the thing. Tell right. me. So we talk about these situations, these exes, these exes. But Jen, Jen, Steph, Jen, Steph, Jen, Steph, Jen. Steph, we Steph. we are all guilty of this, oh, right? No. What? That ex breaks up with you in a terrible way. Maybe like, maybe you think, think thoughts, think thoughts, like maybe a car can hit him. I don't know. Right? This is getting, this is getting deep and dark right. <laughs> real fast. Right. But the thing is, maybe these are things you're not, sh- you should not be sharing. Okay. So now you said that, right? Because the attorney came out. And let me ask you something. Oh, There's this thing that I always never liked, but now once you get scorned, scorned, scorned by, by a man, uh-huh. by an ex, uh-huh. and then you're all thinking, hmm, maybe you can get hit by a car. Maybe, and I, maybe I'll be driving it. No, 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 oh, no, okay. no, no, no. And, and, and it's totally okay because people sing about you know things like that. Taylor uh-huh. Swift is famous for it. Right, right. Sometimes you might wish that Carrie Underwood, you know, she took a slash. Louisville Slugger. Yeah, to, uh, yes, to the car. Oh my God! If they had like headlights. Some, okay, sorry. If they had a car that they were, don't you wish? Don't you wish? Don't you wish? Don't you wish? Or maybe if they were walking through an alleyway and somebody hit them with a bat a few times, not to kill them, just to feel the pain. Not me, someone else. Okay, yes. <laughs> so then, yeah, I, I never understood the crime of passion. Mm. And then I, and then you get, you get hurt, you get scorned. You think, no, 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 see, bitch. no, 
That's not crime of passion. Oh, what is the crime? Right. See, okay, what, yeah, what, explain, what you're doing. Explain to me. What you're doing is you're premeditating someone's. See, here comes the attorney. Hurt, right. Crime of passion is at the moment. Ooh. Right. So, so explain. Okay. So give, the, us, give us give us the easiest a scenario. The easiest way to explain crime of passion. Right. This is in the homicide world, or you know, in, uh, we're gonna we're gonna keep it in the homicide. I, I don't want to complicate things. I want to make this simple. Obviously, obviously, keep it in the homicide. There's nothing more better so, than that. Let's <laughs> let's say. All right. Uh-huh. I'm gonna throw me in the mix here. I get home one day. Uh huh. Okay. Uh huh. I walk into the bedroom. Ooh. And I catch Mark and some other woman <gasps> in the act. In the throes. I grab a knife <clears throat> and I kill them both. I oh both. Well, yeah. I mean, t- it takes two to tango, literally. <laughs> okay, so that. So I I just committed a crime of passion. However, however, however not that however, this would happen. This wouldn't happen, right? Not, not that, that I would ever kill Mark. Not that Mark can do be in the throes. In Jen the throes. would not act in that way. She never, may call never. me off. But there are a lot Stephanie, of... Stephanie, remember that person in the alleyway? <laughs> we, know how, we know how to get rid of a body. Where's that car? JK. <laughs> but, no, but seriously, and there's case law about this because I remember in law school, there was a... Like when I took criminal law, there was like a lot of cases about this because... There's good defenses. Is it a crime of passion? Because what happens? So I catch Mark and Sally Sue in the act, right? Sa- oh, you were going to meet a Sally and you're going to be like, <gasps> <gasps> but I, what do I do? I don't have a knife on my body, on my person, right? So I'm like, oh, I got to turn around. I got to walk to the kitchen, grab the knife, go back. But during that time, I've had enough time to think about my actions, Right. Maybe not. Do you have time to think about your actions? So and that's that's the gray area, right? Is it then premeditated because I went back to go get a knife and I had time to think about it and go, no, I shouldn't probably do this. I should walk away from this. But, see, but then it's also time-wise. If I ran in there within like a minute, grabbed the knife, went back, slashed the shit out of them, wow. and then went, oh. <gasps> Chicago style. I know. That's all I keep thinking. If anybody ever watched- I ran my knife into his chest. I ran my knife into his chest 12 times. I didn't even know what was happening. Until I was washing the the blood off my hands and I didn't even knew he was dead. She's reenacting the play here, the musical. One of my favorites, by the way. You have to watch it if you haven't. If you're into musicals- but oh, that's what, all no, I keep just thinking. watch the movie. Just go watch the movie. Yeah, but it's still a musical. Yeah, I know, but oh my God, so good. But that's all I keep thinking, right? And that's all of their defenses were that. It was a crime of passion, right? They caught their man cheating and they did something so. to rectify the issue. So there's cases out there, right? There's, Girl, cases. there's cases all the time I read about some it. weird ass case. I was watching a Dateline case and I was like, Dateline's the best. Snapped. Interesting. Oh my God. Right? Snapped was, you know, my ex on Sundays, Snapped is on oxygen all day long. All day. I know. It's great. Yeah. It's It's fantastic. It's these women that go a little cuckoo. One of my ex bosses was on there. Oh shit. As. As the lawyer, not as the attorney. As the attorney. As the person that killed. As the attorney. Come on now. So um, we ended up. We would watch it every Sunday. Uh-huh. And he reached the point that he goes, I feel like I'm about to be on this show. Funny enough. <laughs> he would never think one of the things I was thinking if a car hit him. Was it me driving? 
<laughs> but anyways, but he'd be like, born on February 15th, 19, whatever his age is. Um, and then he's like, and then he would imitate how the show acted because <laughs> we were watching so much. But we, there are many cases, but there are some famous ones, right? So, you know, hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Yes. Okay. Or, or a man desperate to dump his wife for another. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Welcome to Valentine's Day. This is... The twisted side of it. Screw the ooh, lovey dovey shit. Let's talk about okay. it. Let's talk about some crazy shit that has happened. Hit me. Some crimes of passion that has happened. Hit me. So there's a case, and the guy's name was Sam Shepard, 1954, that this happened. This was actually our mother's year, the, like the year she was born. Yes. Okay, so an after. Like, I'm going to give you the story of this guy, right? After an evening of entertaining neighbors at their lakeside home on the shores of Lake Erie in the Tony Cleveland suburb of Bay Village, Ohio, on July 4th. Okay, okay. 1954. Now imagine it. Do you visualize it? I visualize it. It is now. Fourth of July. You probably saw the fireworks. You're having a party. Oh, all this oh. stuff. And Marilyn Shepard. The wife. Escorted her guests out of the home's front door as her husband, Dr. Sam Shepard, slept on a daybed in the living room. Maybe he drank too much or maybe she got pissed off. God knows. Okay. okay. We're thinking, right? Uh Maybe she's like, go sleep in the room. Go go sleep off your, your drinking. So the prominent osteopath, remember a doctor, who worked at Bayview Hospital had fallen asleep as the two couples watched the film Strange Holiday. Now I'll give it... What is the movie Strange Holiday? I don't know. Could you please tell me what Strange Holiday is? I'm going to Google it right is? now. Okay, as I keep going, Strange then you're going to tell me. Holiday. So just a, just a few hours later, Marilyn, who was four months pregnant, uh-huh, uh-huh. would be dead. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Brutally, brutally bludgeoned in, the, in, her, in her bed. I was going to say head, but bed. Okay. This is an old film. Well, obviously, Jennifer, I just said 1954. This happened. No, I know, but this is a 1945 movie. Okay. So it's like a... It basically features a man who returns from a fishing vacation to find America controlled by fascists. Okay. Sounds great. And that's it? That's it. I mean, there's a lot more Nazis and this and that. Okay. Okay. So Sam would be accused of her murder. Okay. So again, she's four months pregnant. She went to her bed... He's, He's sleeping, sleeping in the day bed because yes. he drank too much. That's my assumption. And she is now murdered, brutally bludgeoned in bed. Okay. Now. Who is she sleeping with? Mm. Now, Shepard maintained that he awakened to the sounds of his wife screaming. Can she be screaming with being bludgeoned? Yeah, why not? Okay. When he went to check on her, he says he was attacked from behind and knocked unconscious. He was? He was. Okay. Now, when he came to, Shepard claimed he saw a bushy-haired man downstairs and that he chased the intruder out of the house and down to the beach where he was once again knocked unconscious during a struggle. Of course, the police didn't buy his story, and he was convicted of a second-degree murder on December 21st, 1954, and sentenced to life in prison. But. Oh. Ten years later, a new attorney, F. Lee Bailey, and I will tell you this, he would later be part of O.J. Simpson's legal dream team. No way. Yeah. 
His conviction was... That's a was, lot later. Yeah. His conviction was overturned. Shepard was retired from murdered, retried, retried. Retried, not, not retired. Not retired. <laughs> he was retired from murdering. <laughs> wow. <laughs> He retired from murdering people. That's awesome. Oh, shit. He was retried <laughs> for murder in 1966 and acquitted. And he died of liver failure in 1970. So what was the defense? I don't know, Jen. This is all I got for you. So, I mean, there is... How I mean, was this a, a crime of passion? This just seems like... well. Here's the thing. I mean, why? I'm sure there's more to this story, but what do you think of this story? I think it was a botched robbery. A botched robbery, but yeah. he was knocked unconscious. That's fine. He was knocked unconscious. And then he woke up. Yep. And how then can he, he chased- hit himself in the back of the head? Did he have any like like injuries to the back of his head? How do you how do you bludgeon yourself in the back? That's true. Honestly. That's true. Think about it this way. May, may I remind everybody here that Jen was at one point and still kind of is a criminal defense attorney, though she's letting it go, but it's coming out. You hear it. Go ahead. That's fine. I don't care. But you can't bludgeon yourself in the back of the head, okay? Uh-huh. And I'm sure at that point, the judge, the jury, and all that, that was part of this whole thing because that's your part of your defense, right? I was injured. So he probably was examined by a doctor. He probably ran outside. There was blood places outside and he was bludgeoned again, you know? And why not? Why couldn't it have been? This is a famous doctor. Yeah. He, you know what the ironic part is? Tell me everything. That his middle name is Holmes. Aw, his name is Samuel Holmes Shepard. I don't know why I thought that was funny. I because it's like Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, it really sounded like it. You know, he was. Yeah, I said he was exonerated in 1966 um, of his wife, and so it. But it made you know news. He did marry somebody. He's been, he was married three times. Wow. Would you ever marry someone that was convicted of, or I'm sorry, that was charged of murdering like their ex. So, you know, I, I, I had a meeting with the, the priest that's going to be marrying us. And one of the questions asked was, have you ever murdered a former spouse? I'm sorry. What? Yes. Have you ever murdered a former spouse? And I kind of giggled and I was like, no. And he goes, we have to ask because the church frowns upon it. Interesting. That if you murdered somebody, perhaps you should not get married. A, you know, a former spouse at least. women that will write to inmates. And all I keep thinking is, oh my God, is that's all that's left for me? But anyways. <laughs> but what is it? Is it that desire of like, maybe I can <laughs> pals fix him? I have You no know, maybe idea. something can happen. Okay, according to... He, he was only in jail for 10 years, or prison for 10 years, though. Well, this guy. Okay, so according to, um, again, Wikipedia, I know, weird weird source. Yes. So he said, reputable. again, same thing, got to the beach, blah, blah, blah. But at 5.40 a.m., here's a little more, The a neighbor received an urgent phone call from Shepard who pleaded for him to come to his home. When the neighbor and his wife arrived, Shepard was found shirtless and his pants were wet with a blood stain on the knee. Authorities arrived shortly thereafter 
Shepard seemed disoriented and in shock. The family dog was not heard barking to indicate an intruder, and their seven-year-old son, Sam Reese Chip Shepard, was asleep in the adjacent bedroom throughout the incident. Hmm. Seven years old. So if he was bludgeoned downstairs, yeah. So the the intruder walks in, bludgeons him. All right, mm-hmm. gets upstairs. How was she murdered? How was she murdered? Bludgeoned. She was bludgeoned to death. I'm, I'm Did she? And she yelled. You said that's what he said. So he says that she yelled. Yeah, that's why he ran up there. Was the room big? I mean, was the house big? I don't know. These are all questions. Where's the house big where the son's room was far enough where he wouldn't hear it? However, it was open to the downstairs where the husband would hear it. Always oh, a criminal defense. Here's the thing. Do you want to hear the prosecution theory? Yes. This is the high profile nature of this. And uh-huh. again, this is Wikipedia. Um, let's prosecutors learned there during their investigation revealed at a trial that Shepard had carried on a three year here it is here it is guys oh three year long extramarital affair there it is with Susan Hayes guess what a nurse right this is the fear oh, he's a doctor every one that is a doctor female doctor I mean not female doctor anyone that's married to a, a doctor right and you hear these stories like give it that I went to med school you hear stories that these doctors leave their wives or they have affairs with nurses. And a lot of times these nurses think that they're, and I've heard this story, that they'll leave the their wife for them, but they won't. I had somebody I worked with that she knew this story. She's like, I worked with a doctor and he was having an affair with a nurse. The nurse really thought he would leave his wife. His wife found out, but she didn't leave him because she's like, you know what? We've been through enough. We're going to stick by each other. And he kind of screws over. But then the nurse goes a little cray-cray. And then what happens? This is when murder shit happens, too. Because then now you're mad. You're a scorned lover. A mistress. Yeah. So this is what the prosecution had. Right? The prosecution argued that the affair was Shepard's motive for killing his wife. Remember you asked me what was the motive. That was the motive. Um, Other issues that were brought up. Why there was no sand in his hair. When he claimed to have been sprawled at the beach. Like, oh, good. All right. Good defense. And Shepard's, and good, uh, Shepard's missing T-shirt, which the prosecutors speculated would or should contain, contain some of Shepard's blood, having been an alleged struggle with the perpetrator. However, the prosecutor chose to make these assertions despite, assertions despite no T-shirt ever being found. Like where the shit did it ever go? Ooh, interesting. Uh, so also, but there's enough reasonable doubt, I think. I think that's the whole thing. Also, part of the prosecution case centered around questions like why a burglar would first take the belongings in the canvas bag, only to later ditch them in the bushes outside. So I guess there oh, was... Oh, they found? But they ditched Items? It. I guess so. That's weird. I'm really telling you very, very short part of it. Of the story, but lack of murder weapon posed problems for the prosecution. And let's see, by testifying that a blood imprint found on the pillow beneath Marilyn Shepard's head was made by a two-blade surgical instrument with teeth at the end of each blade, such as a scalpel. Oh, shit. 
inexplicably, Shepard's lawyers left this vague assertion unchallenged. I do feel as though you could have gotten away with murder a little bit better back, back in the day versus now, because now we have DNA evidence everywhere. It's it's true. Like I, there is a new show on Oxygen, and it's actually Kelly Ripa and her husband Mark Consuelo's Ooh. show, and it's called um, Cold Cases. Or? No, no. <laughs> well, I want to say now exonerated, but it's not exonerated. Um, when you overturn, no, no. When you remove a body after many exhumed. years, thank you. It's called exhumed. Ooh. And that's what it's about. It's years later. You take out a body to study it, to figure out if it was really this person who murdered it. And because now we have all these, like, these, you know, things out we there. We do. We have so many DNA things and testing, and you have all these cold cases being solved. You know what's the scariest part? Is the DNA testing thing so you can see your heritage. Oh, my gosh. That's finding, like, all these, like, yes. murderers. But you know, and yes, but I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> but you know, yeah, but, but yes. But yes. I don't know where I was going with that. But no. Uh-huh. Okay. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. You said if you started dating a guy, and I think I've seen this on Snapped or Dateline. Oh, no, Dateline. Okay. You start dating a guy who is like, oh, my ex-wife died. So And, it, you know, of course you're like, not my ex-wife or like, I'm a widow because she died. And you're like, why, how did she die? And it was like, she drowned in the bathtub. Yeah, I'd be a Wouldn't little Wouldn't you be like, uh, or, or she was murdered, but they never found the murderer. Yeah. Wouldn't you be a little concerned? Like at that point, I'd be like, uh. It's like having a baby with Casey Anthony. We're not going there. Um, <laughs> but what would you do? Like, let's say, let's say all of a sudden, out of the blue, I'm going to ask you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All of a sudden, Mark turns to you and he goes, Jen, I got to be honest. Now that we're doing like these classes in church before we get married, I was married. But she was murdered. And we have yet to find the murderer. Yeah. I, I think I, I'd be a little <laughs> nervous. <laughs> Like a lot nervous. I'd be like, um, so you waited this long to tell me? <laughs> One. Two, um, what county was this in? Because I'm going to start doing some massive research. <laughs> um, and I'm going to find the killer. And if it's you, it's going to be pretty bad. Okay. Let's take a second scenario. Oh, okay. And it's not him. Right? It's not Mark? But Mark turns to you and says, I have something to tell you. Okay. My father actually happens to be, or my grandfather happens to be Charles Manson. <laughs> I know. It was like, I totally pulled out like one out of, totally out of the, out there. Well, I'd be like, Larry, it's time to go to a therapist to make sure that you're not uh, predisposed to that. Would you be afraid? Okay. Besides that, would you... You're like, let's let's make sure you aren't. Would you be afraid to have a child with him? Well, I mean, if they have all the same genetic, like, like he's totally normal and nothing. I'm sure Charles Manson was normal at one point too. <laughs> I don't think so. 
I don't know what he was like as a child. You know, Hitler was an artist, yeah. so I can't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where the click happens. But would you? You would know, I be scared to have a child? I'd be like, what the fuck? You know, it's. Would you date someone? And so, as you see, this would couple, I date someone? What, uh, this couple here, Sam Shepard and Marilyn Shepard, had a son. And let's say I met the son. I didn't know who the son was. I wonder if he's how old is he? Yeah, I'm guessing he's old. old. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm guessing In 54 he was 7, he's he, old. Yeah, I think I said he was like 3. I don't know. It doesn't matter. He 7. He said 7. Okay. Either way, he's well up there. Um, but or or it could be even well the grandkids might be available. <laughs> How do you introduce that one into a dating thing? Would you even introduce that? My father's related to Jack the Ripper. I'd be like, oh, 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 right? I don't know how I'd react, to be honest. That, my dear, is crime of passion. It was crime of passion because, well, that was the prosecutor's defense was that she was having, or he was having an affair. And what's the best way to get rid of? Or to have the affair. And this is what I never understand. Why don't you just, just get a divorce? But then again, he's a doctor. He probably has too much money. She's going to want alimony. But they have a kid. And she was pregnant. Yeah. Yeah, he has to pay child support. Which we then... Either way, you're going to have to pay for your kids. So it's the same thing. Well, then that gets... That's just stupid. You get into the big case of Scott Peterson. Ooh. And I think we're going to have to leave that for next time. Yep. It's a little cliffhanger, people. A little mm-hmm. cliffhanger. We're going to keep this Valentine's Day massacre going. Oh, that's a good movie, by the way. <laughs> I don't know if I ever watched it. Well, there's a movie called The Valentine's Day Massacre. Yeah, it's like a it's really like old, old, like... Yeah, but it's just like... It's, it's yeah. a gang movie. Right. But there is also the same Valentine's Day murder. There's plenty of them. And I love watching scary movies on Valentine's Day. As as backwards as that is. And with that, my little cupids, we're going to leave you on a little cliffhanger until next week where we talk about Scott Peterson. And more crime of passion. Stay safe and don't... (laughs) Stay safe and don't get killed. (laughs) Don't get killed are more like don't... Don't Don't kill people. Think think before you act. (laughs) This is weird. All right, and then on that note, stay loving during this Valentine's Day season. Adios! Peace!